Storygram Network. Hello, we are the Sonoma Community Center podcast, a place of creativity, connection, and community. We highlight the artists, teachers, and the community that come through the doors of our historic brick building, often called the heart of Sonoma. We share local tips and shout outs to our home, Sonoma Valley. And we are your hosts, Molly Spencer. Gerardo Diaz. We are the engagement team of the Sonoma Community Center. Hello, everyone. It's Molly Spencer over at the Sonoma Community Podcast, and I'm super excited. I feel like it's been forever. Gerardo, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I've been sick for a while, you know. I know. You want to share just a little bit? You, you're doing good. This is a good day. It's like a up and down with me, you know, like a roller coaster. You know, one day I'm good, one day, you know, just feeling super crappy. But yeah, today's a good day. You do look cool with that eye patch. I know. The I'm other thing, like, it. people keep asking me, like, what happened to the eye? So sometimes I tell a story, like, oh, you know, I was in the bar and somebody stabbed me in the eye, you know, <laughs> You're the worst. making it sound cool. I can't just tell them, oh, my eye got paralyzed. Well, Doesn't I'm glad sound you're back. Fun. Yeah, and yeah. And we just got over a very successful event, a Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos, that's right. It was that's beautiful, right. you guys. Yeah, it, it was really beautiful. beautiful. So we have an outside altar where the public is really welcome to bring community photos. Inside, we had a traditional altar that Maite Ortiz, thank you so much for setting up. We had um, food donated. And my favorite is Ballet Hispanico. Yeah, Quetzalan was pretty cool. Also, I want to get thanks to the volunteers who came in and helped me do tamales uh, on Sunday at 29, I believe. There was a couple people. Yeah, there was like eight people. Yeah. The funniest thing is you had a volunteer thing for Mm -hmm. all those tamales that you make. And yet we still have people coming out of the woodworks to do tamales. Yes, right? yes, so yes. It was I'm, pretty I'm fun though. tamales every month. <laughs> it was really funny though, like, because I couldn't control how much masa they were pulling on the tamales. And some tamales were like super huge. I know. And some tamales were like super small. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, we thank you everyone that supported that. And a big, huge congratulations to Victor, who is yes. a treasure artist. Yes, he is. So, pretty cool. Well deserved. Yep. And speaking of artists, I'm just really excited. We have a family in the house. We have the Smith family. Andrew, I'll let you take it away and start and then go on down the line. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew Smith. I'm Maeve Smith. And let's see if we can get a sound. Fiona. I'm Fiona Smith. And would you like to say hi? Okay, we have a little, we Tegan, have some coloring we have a four going year old. on too. She's a, more on the shy side. Yeah, Tegan Lane. But she looks like a really good artist and she is making maybe a placemat. We do a free Thanksgiving every year at the Vets building. The whole community is invited. So on Thanksgiving at the Vets building. So we'll be cooking up a storm and we have wonderful placemats by our, yeah. all our artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're always looking for volunteers for that day. So yeah. call mm-hmm. us up. We, and, we uh, get quite a few volunteers yeah. that turn out. So I yep, yep, love yep. it. But I want to get into Andrew and Maeve. Basically, you're right down the hall. Right and down you're the putting on a, just a little production. Just a little tiny, tiny Christmas production. Yes, yes. We're working with uh, Sonoma Arts Live based out of here in the community center in Andrew's exactly. Hall. Um, I'm the great president theater company. of Great Theater yeah. Company. We've uh, been around since 2015, I think, as this incarnation. And 
Maeve and I have been working with them for a couple of years now. Uh, we've been in Sonoma six years and with Sal probably last two or so that we've done yeah. productions, right? Two and a half maybe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we kind of had a crazy thing happen this season. We had to have our scheduled Christmas show pull out due to scheduling issues and we had to come up with a new show. And luckily we had the rights to a wonderful show called Nuncrackers, which is part of the Nonsense Collection, which is a play on Nutcrackers, of course. I, and it's a you know, Christmas I love show. it. Yeah, of course I'm you love it. definitely like, coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm lucky enough, I'll be directing this show, and it's going to be starring a couple of lovely ladies, including my wife, Maeve, and making her theatrical debut, Fiona Lynn Smith, my seven-year-old daughter. Oh, Fiona. Wow. Yay. I'm so excited. So this is a family affair. Family affair. And it's a perfect play to bring the family as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's fun for all ages, and that's not just uh, the cliche, right? There's um, some funny jokes the adults will get. There's some lovely laugh-out-loud moments that the kids will really enjoy, and it's just really wholesome and heartfelt throughout. Awesome. Do you agree, and- Maeve? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's more fun than watching nuns run around crazy with their Catholic <laughs> school kids and singing songs and having jokes and hilarity ensues is, of course, what happens in every convent. Sorry, you say nuns? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like the nutcrackers. I thought it was a nutcracker uh, <laughs> theater. It, it's a takeoff. It's a, take- it's a marriage. Right. <laughs> maybe you can explain, and maybe some people that are listening don't understand the whole nonsense, because you guys, mm-hmm. we'll get into it and we'll go back your Musical theater nerds. theater nerd <laughs> background, but I like to say professionals, a, but yeah, yeah nerds that works too. Historians, oh, we sure. are, yeah. So, nonsense. Uh, Dan Goggins wrote a slew of these. It's basically the little sisters of Hoboken putting on shows to sometimes raise money, sometimes celebrate different seasons in their convent. And in this case, it was the convent basement. They turned into a film studio or TV studio to put on their first TV show celebrating Christmas this year. And it features, if you do know Nonsense, you'll recognize the characters. And if you don't know Nonsense, we're going to teach you. So don't be afraid to come see it. Yeah, Nuncrackers. So is there some takeoff of dancing from like the Nutcracker kind of making fun of it in here? Because sure. Dancing I, is a very kind word to use for what we're doing up there. There is a play on that. That's the best kind of dancing. Yeah, from the heart, right? From the heart and yeah. from the silliness. Yeah. I wrote in the director's notes recently, the path to this life is becoming increasingly tenuous right? So all those little curves and turns in life can be silly. We should embrace the silly and enjoy this path a little bit. So yes, there is a little play on the Nutcracker and yes, there will be choreography that we're very proud of, uh, but it may be stuff you have not used to seeing in association with Nutcracker. I've never seen choreography. That's exciting. You know, I was just listening to like behind the scenes on Saturday Night Live. So I envision a mm-hmm. little like, yep, that's truly, even though, Bingo. so those that don't know, I actually got delightful. I met you folks a couple mm-hmm. of years ago yeah. and I, I taught Fiona ballet. And, and so whoop, whoop, I'm getting yes, a hand raised from Fiona. Ballet teacher. And Fiona, I think it was a sleepy Saturday morning for you. You were definitely like to take some naps and lie on the ground <laughs> and look at you now. Yeah. Do you want to do one of your poses? No, they'll have to come see it. Okay. Exactly. So we're excited to have the whole family here and get to, and it's opening December 1st, folks. So December when this 1st. is coming out, it's time to get tickets. Absolutely. That's right. It'll be Thanksgiving week, right? So we exactly. want to definitely get tickets. We hope to sell this out. It's uh, like I said, good for all ages. So you have family in town and they want to come see it. No one will not enjoy this show. Exactly. Yeah. And it's December 1st. Is it a three week run? 
three-week run, December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and then the Thursday through Sunday the next week, and then the Thursday through Sunday the uh, the third week of December. In my opinion, it's a very affordable and fun option to what's out there. I'm not knocking the ballet world, but it's expensive to go to the San Francisco Ballet and see some of these things. So going to the city and going and to the city and parking lot. and we got plenty of parking here at the community center. You know? I'm going to start charging $20 an For hour. Parking? Oh, yeah. Parking. yeah, you should <laughs> yeah. make some money. But with the know? iPads, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Think. <laughs> 20 bucks, do it more. We always get, there's nothing wrong with it. Tesla parkers that are coming to visit, mm, but yeah. please, we have 1 million signs saying, don't go out the wrong way. And they do it every single time. Every time. They're Tesla. Every time. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. Yeah, I blame Elon. Blame yeah. Elon. <laughs> Elon. Okay. We're going to back up a little bit. Sure. Oh, first, I do want to ask if Fiona wants to share, what is she doing in the show? Are you singing and dancing? I'm doing a song that's called I'm Santa's Little Teapot. And I'm also I'm doing the Nutcracker. I'm so excited. Yeah. Is is this your first time being on the stage? A no. big stage? No. So you've done a couple ballets, right? Yes. But uh, she's very featured in this show, so it's very cool to see her come to life. Obviously, we're pretty biased on our kids, and I was sure that Fiona was ready for it. I wasn't quite ready for how much she shines, and she's uh, pretty spectacular. I'm pretty proud of you. I'm so excited. You know what else is a first? You're the youngest people we've had on our podcast. <gasps> right, That's right. That's right. Yeah. So are you seven or eight now? Seven and a half. Okay. So right in between. Nailed it. <laughs> right. What do you think, Gerardo? Yeah, no, she's, she's pretty tall. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite part of doing nonsense? Like, is it the performing part, singing part, costumes? Pretty much all of it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Do you think that you want to act again? Definitely, yes. Okay, oh. I'm so excited. Move <laughs> over, Dad and Mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she listens pretty well in rehearsal, and then we'll come home and she goes, so, Dad, I was thinking, when you told me to do this, have you thought of maybe doing it this way? I oh, said, that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, so you're notes. also yeah. like the assistant well, director. Well, back a couple months ago here at Cinemarts Live, I was lucky enough to direct my wife again in Side by Side by Sondheim, which yes. was a fantastic show. I wish more had seen it. It's so kind of unknown. She was pretty darn good in it. But Tegan and Fiona were my assistant directors in that one. So now Fiona is acting. So Tegan gets to help me out with some decisions on uh, directing wow. here as well, which is cute. We took quite a break from doing theater and getting back into it. It had to be something we would build as a family. And whether yeah. they wanted to be in shows or not, that sure. really wasn't part of it. But just that a community where with like Jamie and Rick Love that we can be together as a family because as any artist knows, it takes a lot of time away. There's a lot of sacrifice involved, and we weren't really willing to sacrifice our family. So this is why this has been just such an amazing home for us to find. That's funny. That's kind of why I ended up back at the community center, too, because my daughter was young, and I wanted to teach again. And she was right alongside with me until COVID happened, and she found horses instead of uh, <laughs> people s- smart, instead smart of girl. ballet. But she, I still make her hold the curtains and help out in that little ways. Hey, let's go way back. <laughs> you like our rewinds? Everybody's got their version. <laughs> Great sound bites. I know. Yours is like a and record I, I, scratch, Gerardo. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Pirate coming at you live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 50 years of hip hop. Okay, so before you met, I know that you're from Long Island, aren't you? I am from Long Island, New York. I lived there for a little bit, so I knew that. And Maeve, where did you grow up at? I'm from Half Moon Bay. 
oh, you're right down. Oh, in the fog. Yeah. Foggy. Yeah. Well, no fog anymore, thanks to global warming, but (laughs) I won't go down that road. It looks like San Diego there now. But yeah, Half Moon Bay and then went to Chico State for musical theater. Yeah. Were you always, even when you were young, did it bite you then? Andrew and I are big sports kids. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what was your sport? Basketball, softball, played some lacrosse even in college, just huge sports kids. But we loved music, loved singing. Andrew has a good story for his background too. And so, you know, tried out for the high school shows and loved it. You know, that was the bug was high school. Okay. And then wanted to go to college for sure, was really into school and was kind of one of those kids that was just like, I think I'm going to declare a musical theater major. <laughs> yes. What I was thinking. That's okay. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. Only it was modern dance. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that was my New York day. So way, way, way off Broadway. What about you out in Long Island? Yeah. What part of Long Island, by the Bay way? Shore, Long Island. So okay. You got, you get the, yeah. Yeah. Get the, Pretty uh, close stop. Uh-huh. Yeah. On the LR. Yeah. Not too far. Just into Suffolk. So yeah, I did not grow up doing uh, theater, not like at these ages. You know, if my first show I auditioned for a friend. He was really interested in one of the girls who was auditioning for one of the shows our freshman year of high school. That's always it's, what happened, Yeah, he right? was my good buddy. We, we played soccer. It was all those teams, and we were in choir together. I was always a singer. And then he wanted to do that, and I said, sure, I'll go with you. That sounds fun. And then I uh, got the bug, and my first show was Bye Bye Birdie, and I really enjoyed it. And then throughout... How can you not buy my birdie? Come on. That was my second high school show. (laughs) Molly. (laughs) I've never been. That's the only words Uh, I know to that song, too. It's kind of embarrassing, but I'm all, as soon as I hear it. I can't help it. I I think I'm going to come super late to musical theater. Maybe one of these days I'll get some lessons and really just. Well, it's a fun life. And for us, it became a bit of a life. And I went to a college. I was not pursuing theater. I was going to be a um, secondary ed English teacher. And I really, it changed when I was graduating. I'd, I'd performed in the college shows, but not as a major and not taking any classes, but was doing pretty okay at it. And when I was graduating a couple of weeks before graduation, I thought, you know, I really don't want to be a 21-year-old kid teaching 18-year-olds what to do with their life and to live their <laughs> dreams because I feel like I didn't deserve that yet. Right. So I said, let me just try this thing. And I auditioned for a couple things in New York and the rest is history. I got a bunch of work and then went to grad school where I met Maeve in San Diego. That's where you guys met. San Diego State okay. grad school. Uh, two years out of college for me, right when she came out of college for her. Finished that degree. They accepted eight people every two years and we were through Kismet together. I think uh, I heard that. So there was only eight people in the program mm-hmm. and two of you... Yeah. A love connection. I know. 25% of them got married of those people, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) to each other, right? And we came back from grad school. uh, Went to New York. Went went back from Maeve the first time to New York and started taking professional jobs and gigs whenever we could. Uh, You know, scraping by, not making too much money, but uh, not starving. It was actually a really fantastic time of our lives, living on hardly anything, but feeling so full to the brim. Around what years? 2008 to 2010. Okay. So okay. in 2010, we got our first big money break was I, I got hired to headline a cruise ship in the shows. and That's what I'm super curious about. Yeah, it was about. really fun. <laughs> I got the gig first. And Did you know that, left. Gerardo? No. Cruise ship. Cool. Yeah, in a cool. cruise ship? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. We were the Beautiful. The, the, the rowers. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a job first going out on a cruise ship and may have stayed in New York. And I came back after the first contract and said, we got to do this together. This is amazing. And I guess I just have love boat fantasies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I always wanted to be Julie, the cruise director, entertainer director. Yeah. Is that kind of what you did? 
No. I know you're not Julie, but. No, yeah. we did. We were all just singing and dancing and that stuff. We oh, didn't awesome. have to. We went into smaller ships and we did a little bit of that stuff as far as hosting activities. Yeah. Smaller ships? Like how big? Like 684 guests, 400 crew. Oh, so okay. what was cool about that, that's when May finally joined me on this journey. That's when we can go into some really amazing ports and go down the Amazon River. and go. And into, how many days? When we got into this was Oceana Cruises. They didn't really have set days. So there were some cruises that were 36 days. Oh, there were wow. some that were seven. Mm-hmm. But we never really had a home port. We just kept going in like figure eights around the world. Wow. Which was really cool for us because we got to see... You'd travel. Uh, dozens and dozens of countries. Yeah. You'd wake up in France, you wake up in Spain, you wake up in Italy, and you're Top like, what's places. Next? Ooh, maybe you go. Top places. Oh, Greek islands. Really? Which, which like one? Santorini? Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. And Amalfi Coast. But the coolest, most unique thing we got to do was our boat went down the Amazon. And that was like... Yeah, a little town called... Unreal. Bo- Boca de Valeria, which is a little village, really. And we got to dock in there and... They came out to the boats with sloths and oh, yeah, sloths. and wild rainforest animals and that were their pets. And it was yeah, very just... There. Yeah, they just yeah. welcomed us into their village and it was awesome. You so know, I mean, some people like, could call it living in poverty. I don't. I call it li- living in wealth, but just a oh, redefinition yeah. of wealth, right? Yeah. Right. There's one TV screen for the whole town, but that's plenty. They watch soccer or football in one day and there's one computer in, in the school that has 40 students. I love it. But it, it worked, man. In, in ways that we were jealous and we were living on this luxury cruise ship. And I was like, man, they're getting it right. I agree. Yeah, me too. So Gerardo over here is a big fisherman. Ah. So <laughs> how many days until you can retire uh, at the Masalan? Lots, uh, right? But it's a dream. It really is a dream. Yeah. When I was down in Mexico, whatever we had like to survive and, you know, we fish to eat and stuff, you know? Yeah. But we didn't feel like we were poor. There's that old story. There's this rich man who goes down to, call it Mexico, say a a little fishing village. And he sees an old man who goes out and he catches two fish and he comes back in. And that's enough for his family. He goes, well, why are you stop fishing? He's like, well, that's enough. That's all I need. He's like, well, what if you fished for three more hours and you got six fish? Then you can sell four. And then if you sold four, you could buy another boat and someone else can do it. Then you can get 12. And then you have a whole fleet of boats. You don't have to work anymore. You can stop and just go fishing for two hours and like, two <laughs> your family. It, it was, was like you, you doing fight, that, you you fight these 50 yeah. years to spend a couple years doing what yeah. the yeah. simplicity of that is. So. Yeah, there's, a, there's another one that I heard that uh, like this rich guy took his son to like poor people and then they realized that those people, they were poor, but they were super happy. And the son is like, well, thank you, dad, for making me realize how terrible we are, we are you know, yes. with money. You know? <laughs> for showing me the wrong message. <laughs> yeah, of course. I have never lost that. So even though here in Sonoma, we're doing fairly well, I'd consider us successful. We have great jobs. We're known in the community, but there's not too much. I There's lots I want and there's lots of things yeah. that make life a little easier. Sure. But uh, the four people sitting in front of you, that's a little bit of a enough this is yeah. a good message yeah. because when this comes out, we're getting, actually, deep, to, we're getting we, deep today. Huh? We are getting deep and this will be coming out Thanksgiving, during Thanksgiving yeah. and we actually will be having like a gratitude meditation happening over here it. and it's a good reminder this time of year. So these stories yeah. are, it's always a good reminder. It's one of our favorite family holidays. Even uh, at regular dinner, what we'll do is, you know, we're a very busy family and there's lots yeah. of different timing, but we'll sit around the table and the girls love it. We'll say, Hey, let's hold hands and what are you thankful for? And even yeah. even the four-year-old will say, I'm thankful for, you know, yeah, he's just going to make a silly yeah. noise. And I'm like, okay, I get it. And Fiona will say, you know, family and the food in front of us. And we'll see. Ice you know, cream. Ice cream, of Fiona, course. I, I'm going to 
I, I like that. Around this cream. this time, I always like to tell a story that happened when I was little with my, my, my grandma. Uh, my grandma didn't have a lot of money. And I remember Christmas were, you know, pretty bad for us. Like there was no gifts and stuff, you know. So I remember one day my grandma was like, hey, let's go down to the mercado, you know, where we, all the vendors and stuff. And I think my aunts were going to buy something. I remember it was raining. We were sitting in the curb, me and my grandma, and we just sitting there and, you know, she's like, you know, don't ask for anything because we have no money. And I'm all right. You know, I was like around five. And then on a suddenly, like it was raining and this roll of bills came down on the drain Whoa. and my grandma picks it up. She's like, let's go shopping. <laughs> And we went shopping. It was the only Christmas that I had with her that we went shopping. But for some reason, there was a, a big roll of money Gosh. maybe wow. from That's one of the wild. vendors. Yeah. But I tell you another one. Uh, when my wife had cancer in uh, 2009, I remember I was in UCSF. And I remember I was there for like 30 days. And it was to the point where I didn't have any money. I only had money either to pay my parking or to eat. But at that time, I used to smoke. And I was smoking a cigarette. And it was rainy. And I was looking at the sky. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? Should I eat or should I just pay the, the, the parking? A $50 bill. <laughs> Dang. In the rain. Just going to the drain. I looked up and I go, thank you. Thank you. You know? We'll do both today. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of those things where... I don't know. I always tell those stories because uh, around this time, you know, yeah. it's like it's sad, but it's also there's always somebody that's looking up for you. Well, and life isn't easy. And so you do have to notice the things and be aware when those really special things happen yeah, and you yeah. catch a break once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know? It was definitely a break. Yeah. You know? yeah and you know, so, it's, to go back just a touch to the show in the moments of hilarity of nuncrackers, there are these moments that. And the heart of it, it's nuns and priests talking, giving some advice. And there's some moments, almost very similar stories to what you're saying about keeping the faith and being grateful for what you have and figuring it all out. And, and every now and then you get a little lucky, right? And something like that happens and not not taking it for granted. Yep. Those are wonderful yes. stories. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I love those. Okay. So I'm going to jump all over the place and we Let's can jump all over the place. I know another thing too, as you both are in the wine business. We both are in right? the wine business. Right? Yep. Corsi Graves. I'm at Corsi Graves Winery. And you are San Giacomo? San Giacomo Family Wine. I went to school yes. with some of those Did you? kids there. Oh yeah. I mean, this is an old Italian town. All yeah, the old vineyards, everything was found by the Italians, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what exactly do you do over there? Sure, I'll go first. I'm the uh, hospitality sales manager on the spiel. I help run uh, the hospitality program for the San Giacomo family, which cool. I thoroughly love. I live off a smile, so I get to make them every day. Forward facing. Yes, I manage the Wait, staff what behind if the scenes. You have a bad day, Andrew. I don't have bad days. I don't let anyone really? see it. At least, yeah, of wow. course, because they Amazing. deserve. There's a thousand choices out here. If you get in front of me, you deserve my best. Whether inside I'm hurting, I don't show it on the outside. Yeah. I have family and support and friends who will get that. Not the worst of me, but the challenges that I deal with. But you can't have a bad day. Honestly, it's it's hard to do it. If you don't want to do that, then don't be in hospitality. Yeah. So Maeve, completely different <laughs> style yeah. of well, job. I was going to say, bad day, that's what a glass of wine is for. <laughs> Fair enough. Then the, right then the consumption comes and in. And you know, us. we work in wine, so we're not carrying cancer. I have a coworker that says, we don't have the kidney in the cooler. Like we're working wine. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's <laughs> You know, funny. but we're running big businesses. I mean, wine is big business and we take it seriously, but just maybe not ourselves that seriously. That's a good combo in this town. I'm at Corsi Gray's Winery. It's on top of Bennett Mountain. It's a beautiful property, stunning, you know, tip top mountain, gorgeous wine. And I'm the general manager. So I do all the fun stuff. You do a lot at the back. Oh, yeah. Swiss Army knife. Love it. Yeah. 
But I do love business. I love wine. We did transition into wine a few years back and it aligns with theater. It aligns with entertainment. I'm a huge history nerd and I love wine culture. I love learning about cultures. I think when we traveled, what do people drink? What do people eat? That was where our love for wine started. And, you know, there were sommeliers on the ships and they taught us about wine. And then we're in Bordeaux and we didn't know what we were doing, but we're in Bordeaux and then we're in Australia and all these amazing wine regions. And then when we ended up getting out to California, Andrew was the one that said, I want to get into wine and said, okay, let's do it. Go for it. And that brought us to Sonoma. I mean, we just love culture and community. And like also this Sonoma wine community is incredible. That's amazing. I don't really drink wine very much, but I can appreciate people that do. I've had some good ones in the past. I just don't you know, yeah. grew up in the Snow Valley. I probably took it for granted, you yeah, know, sure. so I do have wine every so often. But as far as the whole agriculture and families, especially like San Giacomo's that go back, it's a mad respect Absolutely. for farming, Absolutely. for taking care of the grapes and building and keeping like this family. And being mm-hmm. stewards you know? of the land. And exactly. so much of Sonoma is sustainable practices and people that care very deeply exactly. about the land and the community. And just farming. I mean, you need a farmer every day. You don't always need a doctor every day, but you need a farmer every day. Okay. San Giacomo's in particular have been doing this as of October 24th was 96 years in the same place, same house. They're almost as old as the Sonoma Community Center. Yeah, they are. (laughs) As a building. As a building. Mm -hmm. They are as old as the Fairmount. The Fairmount is 1927 when it was built. Is that right? Yeah. So it's the same year Vittorio San Giacomo was born in the late 1800s in Italy, like many of the people, especially everyone who's out here came over and they haven't stopped though. They're still the same family, the third generation who's running the place with the fourth generation in line for what's next. And I've been in wine six years, but once I got with the San Giacomo's things totally changed because there's just such a great level of respect that they have for themselves that the town has for the family that uh, putting that logo on my chest changed everything about my feeling about being Sonoma. I was always enamored with it. Now I feel like I'm part of it. Exactly. And that, that they changes you. Part you. Of it. They make you part of it. Yeah. There's good families in town that treat you like family. That makes all the difference. Absolutely. And, Do know, they bring like- their grapevines from like Italy or? No, no. When is they, it like natives now? They came in 1927. So remember prohibition was rampant out here. So there was no real crop necessity for grapes. So they only got into grape growing in 1969. And what they did is they went to Livermore and went with the Wente family who has been growing since the 1850s. Chardonnay in particular out here, the oldest clippings from France. So it was not Italian, but uh, it was a very important pivotal moment because Chardonnay quickly and about six years later blew up in the Napa scene with the Jesuit of Paris. So a little bit of luck in that story and it exploded for them. I used to work as an Uber driver and I used to pick up a lot of people that used to come in wine taste. And I picked up a lot of people from Germany and France and they were here for the wine because they said that the wine was better than the one in France now. And did a Frenchman say that? They must must have been very drunk because I don't know if they, a lot of them won't admit that. And I used to pick up uh, French people who used to say that we used to make uh, grape juice. They're like, you guys can make grape juice. But then I heard that there was a competition up in France and uh, California wine won. Judgment of Paris, 1970. Yeah. So, you know. No, not sideways, um, Bottle Shock. Sideways is very funny, but it's a tasting thing. But Bottle Shock is about the Judgment of Paris in 1976. That's right. Steve Spurrier hosted a judgment against all the Parisian judges 
judges who thought that French was the best. And he said, I think California can hold a candle to this. That's right. And they blindly, to their chagrin, voted California wine the best in the world. They were furious, but it shot us into uh, public renown. I was watching a documentary also that I I guess uh, China has really good wines now. Yeah, and they have the buying power. I can't remember what's the documentary. It's like the Red Movement or the Red Tide or something like that. And it's about all the... Chinese new or old money, but really falling in love with luxury wine and they're taking Napa by storm and they have growing regions now in China, which was never even thought of. So (laughs) we're all evolved, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We won't be sitting at this table in 40 years thinking, remember when no one respected Chinese wine? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Wine. I love it. I'm glad you guys are here. Wine, theater, family, theater. Deep down, I know you guys are super busy. In fact, I'm like, when do they sleep? I see you guys Have in you school. Seen the bags Our under kids, my eyes? We don't I know. Sleep. <laughs> Our kids go to school together, so I see you there in the morning. Sure do. And then you work all day, and then you're down here running rehearsals. You're in everything, <laughs> Maeve. I love watching you. Oh, you're that's amazing. really sweet. Thank I you, haven't Ali. seen you perform yet, Andrew. But that's okay. I forgive you. You didn't see Guys and Dolls. You didn't come see Guys I and didn't. Dolls. Didn't. Or Drowsy Chaperone. Or Forever Plaid. You know, you know, I've never now seen I'm a play in my life. Bad theater goer. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I was in those, but there's so much that goes on. It's a very vibrant community. Yeah. You can't make every show. Even me, as the president of the board, unfortunately misses some of the runs. And it's and there's what so a much that goes on at the community center. Of course, oh, yeah. I can't Shut. even. Of course. I mean, just next weekend we have a comedy show, a ceramics gallery opening. I have a dance recital, and you name it. It's almost overwhelming how much there is to do with the community. So. I'm trying to learn more balance of there's the community that it's so important to be there for them, but also your family. It's a really hard, like making sure that I'm taking time out to be with my teenager. She'll be driving soon and out. Oh, once they start driving, you're never going to see him again. My son starts driving. Never have it's seen, gone. seen him in years. Every time after, <laughs> after school, he's like, hey, dad, I'm going to go stop by and eat with my friends. I'm like, you don't want to eat home? You don't even yeah, exactly. And he's like, home. oh, no, this is the only time I have with my friends. I'm like, you see him every day. Yeah. You know, I was like, come on, man. It's pretty crazy. But the caveat for me doing this show was if I was going to do the show, I really needed to make sure that yeah. Maven and, and I was hoping my daughter would be talented enough and lo and behold, feeling is, is shining. So I wanted to make sure if I was going to devote the time it's needed in this holiday season, I wanted our family to be together. What's the saying? You get 18 summers, 18 Christmases, all those things before your kid can transition. So, I mean, I we're like halfway through almost. Than that. It really does. Of course, it, because you have a someone, culture. I know. Once they get wheels, it really. I know. And yeah. I have a 13-year-old, so I'm all. I know. <sighs> I know. Well, we're Still really great. feeling we're in that season yeah. with our kids. You, you guys where, are lucky you have little like, kids. The, I mean, it is the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. I just, we look at them and it we're like, It makes you tired, but it's, but it's so rewarding, right? Oh, yeah. And even the hard moments when you hopefully at the end of the night, once you're both staring at each other going like, oh, oh, we did it. You can reflect and say like, but when she made that little face, wasn't that cute? Or exactly. I sit there with a black eye and my door, my shirt's all torn from her going crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, but the way she punched me was so cute. You know, it's, she you find, might have you find a the nice Yeah, she's the next mom and Ali. Exactly. I love, I love it when they're young like that. There's so yeah. many things that you're all. Me too. You dream for them, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh. It's so innocent. Once they get into it. the teenagers, they're like, oh. Yeah. Just kids. <laughs> so demanding, still, you know. They're still like, good, though. I'm they liking this. so many things. Yeah. I got a seven-year-old, so I'm still my baby. Yeah, of course. Leo. Dynamic kid, that kid <laughs> over there. 
I'm going to go back a little bit to theater too. So outside of that though, what are your other passions? There's wine, there's traveling. theater, traveling. Traveling, definitely. More traveling. Aren't you guys going somewhere pretty going soon? Going to Mexico on Sunday. Ooh, what? where are you going? Puerto Vallarta. Puerto, Puerto Vallarta. Vallarta. Yeah, these, are, down there. these are time to go, man. Yeah? yeah. These are time to go. I have, I've yeah, gone good in the summer. Okay, good weather. Nice oh, to hear. it's so nice in the fall. You don't want to go in the summer. That's like humid over there. Well, we that's always we did growing go. up because that's when we were out of school. And, and, and they just had this big storm though too destroy Acapulco Oh, yeah. Destroy really? Acapulco. So I'm crying over here. I'm all, what? I've yeah. never been. I can't wait. Oh. I'm from Mazatlan. You ever been to Mazatlan? I haven't. No, Mazatlan is beautiful too. I love traveling to Mexico. But I'll travel just about anywhere. Just tell nice. me. Well, I hear you. And Andrew's yeah, the same. I mean, I mean, we okay, really like, go. I think that <laughs> was that. something that we fell in love doing. I mean, even driving across country from California to New York. Like, I don't know. We have like a hotel we love stopping at in Oklahoma. I love that. How many times have you done that? Two or three. Yes. We did that a couple of times as a family. It was 1980 and I had a family of three brothers and we had a green station wagon, just like the family truckster out of vacation. It truly was driving out here just like that. <laughs> Fantastic. I do want to get into a little bit too, going back to the theater. You were talking to me a little bit about a show that you're directing coming up next year. I'm am so I right? excited. I read a little bit about it, but tell us it's about cool, it. It's cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's called The Hello Girls. And it is the true story of Grace Banker and the Hello Girls. World War One was the first opportunity to use telephone on the battlefields. And the people that were the most skilled in the United States were women. And they ended up going through rigorous screening to get chosen. And there was over 200 of them. And they got sent over to France. You know, they're credited with pretty much being the communication, the signal corps of the army and helping them win the war. And so it's the true story of Grace Banker and the Hello Girls. Pretty sure Sonoma Arts Live is going to be the California premiere of this musical. It was a huge hit off Broadway. Okay. And one of the things we do at Christmas is we order each other musicals <laughs> to listen to that we don't know. I love <laughs> and that. And try to like outdo each other. It's a great little tradition. And we've that's how now. I found the Hello Girls and being a mom of two small daughters. Mm-hmm. I don't usually get to listen to something from start to finish and I put it on and pour myself a glass of wine and they were kind of playing and I listened to it from start to finish and I was like, this is amazing. Wait, wait, can you back up for a second for people that don't know? What do you mean ordering each other uh-huh. some music? A CD. You can, CD. Oh, like the CD. Like yeah. the okay. CD. We still yeah. do it. Yeah. We have a record player, combo, CD player. And, it's, you know, Spotify. I have all yeah, my yeah, yeah. subscriptions that are appropriate. Believe me, I have all this old ballet music. Cost me a lot of money on right. CDs. So... But yeah, so that is going to get started after the new year. It opens in March. Women's month, folks. Women's month. There were so many Hello Girls, but it's five females. The cast I've found is so amazing. I mean, there are some faces people will know, but some brand new faces. Great. Have you announced the cast yet or are we waiting for that? Um, I mean, I think it's official, but I can tell you them. Tell me. Okay. Um, Grace Banker is Jenny Valu, and she was just Adelaide and Guys and Dolls. Uh-huh. And I did Winter Wonderettes with her. She's in Napa, so she does a lot of Napa theater, but she's found her home over in Sonoma. Wonderful. So I got her, I locked her down. Fantastically Sarah, talented. Too. Oh, okay. just the best. And also like these women are just amazing humans too. So it's just, people are going to be blown away by the show. And if you're not in theater, that matters almost as much as talent because you give so much of yourself and so much time. You want to work with a person. Oh, yeah. And they've, yeah. they've nailed that. 
it's got to become like a family. Otherwise, it's not really well, working. Well, and you know? it takes so much time. And at this like semi-professional community theater level, like we're all doing this for the love of it. Let's be real. And there's a part <laughs> of us that just our passion. And so it's got to be fun for sure. Sarah Lundstrom, she's been on the Sonoma Arts Life stage as well in Winter Wonderettes and 39 Steps. She's a Napa peep. Tina Trabulsi. She's an East Bay gal. Emily Evans, uh, East Bay as well. She's okay. been on Sonoma Arts Live. And then this gal from San Francisco, Caroline Shen. The other cool part is that they all play instruments. What? Those of you out there that love Hamilton, the musical Once, it's this kind of immersive, experiential thing where there's not going to be a big set. It's going to be these people telling a story through movement and dance and Wonderful. instruments. You know, I'm excited. And Perking right up. It's going to be... <laughs> So cool. I don't think anyone has seen anything like this before and don't miss it. <laughs> well, we got lots of times yeah. and hopefully and I'm we'll have come you back, back and for I'll women's talk more month. About yeah, it. And I'll exactly. bring some, I'll bring some of those girls, but thanks for letting me talk about it for a minute. I'm just immersed in it. I, I'm I so know. excited. You were so excited the other day. We I went know. from like, I was like Molly, the I talent show to... that was happening <laughs> yeah. at the school. Thank you, Maeve. <laughs> so no to, more talent show. I got to talk about talking girls. about this and I'm all, wait, well, what are we talking about quite yet? Yeah, that's amazing. Nutcrackers, like your family. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I appreciate you letting us come in here and chat about our little world. We just love Sonoma. It's just awesome. The circles, Welcome. all of it, the theater circle, the yeah. wine circle, the school circle. Yeah. There's a big support here. It's a great place for families and kids. And it's even so much more than it was like when I was a kid. I used to come down to the theater, see all the old bands. We always seem to talk about that. Primus and blah, 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 blah. And they'd have us our old parties in there and that sort of thing. Now, real quick, you've heard of the ghost story up there. Have you had any experiences I really haven't. And I didn't know the story, but Andrew makes fun of me because I'll, I don't know what I believe. Exactly. <laughs> but I will walk in somewhere and be like, this is haunted. This I know you haunted. believe. You believe that things are haunted all the time. I don't know what time. it is. And yeah. I've definitely been in super haunted theaters, but I don't, really? I don't think you don't get the vibe. Over I've there. had to walk into that theater and it's so dark and like find the light switches and walk all the way to the back. Oh yeah. I've worked here and been here for yeah. a really long time, but we've had facilities have some experiences, wow. right? With the balcony young woman or whatever. So I don't know how much of that is true or just ghost stories, but I mean, I love a good ghost story. Exactly. And this town is so old. I mean, oh yeah, it's for mm-hmm. sure haunted. <laughs> haunted when UFOs. We bought, when we bought our house, I walked in, I'm like, it's not haunted. Okay, we're good. Like, <laughs> I'm not, cause I'm not into it. Like, I don't want to be a part of it. I'm not. Makes all. Got her paranormal. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I'm like, I don't want to attract it. I don't want any. Nope. Like you no. guys just live in your other universe and I'll be on mine. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. We're getting close. Not only is it getting towards the end of the night, but you guys are on your second shift, right? Are you running rehearsals tonight? We got to go to rehearsal. We got to, <laughs> I got to get home and uh, yeah, we got rehearsal. I know. What do you not do? Sleep. I know. <laughs> I rest. sleep. I sleep. Great. No, you know what? Uh, we sleep. We sleep. Of course, we sleep. We love this. We do this. We love, we love it. it. And honestly, I when I'm firing all cylinders is when I have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. When I find myself being the laziest is when you have just your full time job of forty hours a week. I feel oh, like, yeah. oh man, I'm I am not doing anything creative, and that's my outlet or uh, my inspiration. So I mean, maybe we could go to the gym a little more. Oh, certainly. That is one <laughs> thing we, we don't do, do enough. Go sure. To the gym. <laughs> we don't do enough of that. That's for sure. That's okay. You give it all to the theater, and we can't appreciate it more because. Sonoma Arts Live is a great local theater. People come in all the time, the community center. Well, they always ask about the place. And really, Mm -hmm. you guys are your own thing that basically run the theater. 
it's a fantastic partnership, right? It's exactly. a fantastic partnership. There's so much here and I want to see so much happen Me for too. theater and kids and just it take all off of it. in all the directions. What's unique about Sonoma, yeah, it's a great small town, but there is quality arts. There's a lot. There's quality restaurants. Yeah, there's five-star luxury <laughs> spas. There's amazing hiking. So it's like, yeah. it's a paradise. You know, there's plenty of beautiful small towns, but they don't have all this. I got a question for you guys. What's the question? What's your favorite Mexican food? Oh, in like town? In town. In town. Oh, that's great oh, It could be chocolate trucks or it yeah. could be restaurants. No, it's the place, the Brinquito. Is that the one up on uh, Bias Charter? Bias Flowery. That we oh, just kind of started right getting. The, the, Brinquito, the chicken place. Yeah. The, was like it the, the, red, place. the red building next to like Flowery? It's next to Flowery. Like yeah, across yeah, yeah, right yeah, the yeah, corner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just really discovered that one the other day. My go-to is always La Hacienda up there. I love okay. to sit in yeah. there. The red place that's on Spain Street. Oh, oh by, by Staples. Staples. So, Jalisco? Yeah. Maybe we should be asking you. Are you ready for a new place? Yeah. He's really just setting me up to share with our unofficial sponsor. We have different things at different places. I have different things like, you know, the carnitas at one place. What's the carnita place? I do... That's You're afraid to one. answer. Is, 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 I don't want to hurt anyone's professional. No, here, no, no, you know? no, no, no. Don't worry. No one's listening. I think I like <laughs> better. I love that's the spirit. Um, you got eight. The Jalisco <laughs> place by Staples has. I just like them crispy. My carnitas okay. have to be crispy. Okay. Have you ever down the the like carnitas? Try the one in Highway 12. It's called El Gran Taco. See, yeah, on, on we Sunday, right Saturdays and Sundays they do carnitas by okay. pounds. Delicious. That's the only way I eat carnitas. By the <laughs> <Totally. Yeah. laughs> I don't think there's another serving size. Is there? But, <laughs> but tacos. Yeah, if, you ever, if you ever want to have like amazing tacos, yes. go to Tacos La Costa. Costa Tacos. Which, Where's that? that? So Tuesdays they're in Starlin, Starlin oh. Bar. And then oh Wednesday God. they're there, and then uh, Friday, Saturday they're at the brewery. Oh, we've, oh, had, we've them. had them, but they're not the brewery anymore, right? Because they're not allowed to be. Yeah, they're back. They're back they're in the back. room. Because that yeah. is some of the I best oh, I've the had. Onions yeah. Yeah. The little onions yeah. and the potatoes oh, on the side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We actually love the brewery. Like, shout out to Sonoma Springs. We yeah. love yeah. going there. Well, Katie they're back crew. there and they're delicious. Uh, we do They're the best. Them. I mean, I don't have any tacos except there. You're you know? right. I mean, I would do a different taco place every... For If there was 14, I would do lunch and dinner every day at a different place. But week. if you are in Napa... Try Mother Tacos. Okay. Mother Tacos. They're not as uh, moist as the Costa Tacos, okay. but the taste on the meat is delicious. And then if you ever want to have a really good breakfast, go to uh, La Cheve in Napa. Okay. Where's Napa? Napa? Where's Napa? That? <laughs> they're, 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 Come they're, on, you know Napa. No, they're fine people. Yeah, they're famous for auto parts, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. yeah I've heard of That's it. That's so good. <laughs> yes, Costa's Tacos. And Costa Springs Tacos. Brewery. You ever go, you Spring guys, Brewery. You go to Bingo Night? No, no, we have but okay. we, we go on the Next weekends. summer. It's like we're my mom's going. birthday was on Sunday and they live in Halfham Bay, so they came up and Yeah. They, I went so you, you want to go to the brewery? Oh, we go to the brewery. You know what's funny is Fiona will request going to the brewery because when you know we get out of charter at three, I'd pick her up and we'd have I'd be you know, I'm off Mondays or I used to be off Tuesday, Wednesdays because I work in hospitality. So she'd be like, Dad, can we go to the brewery? And I was like, You are you know what? Right, because that sounds fantastic. Yeah, this is my girl. She's like, she's they have snacks. She like, gets, <laughs> so she gets to hang out with my favorite babysitter, which is my phone and the screen time there as they're doing right now. They know it. Fiona has magically disappeared. They were good sports. Yeah, they did. They tried. Yeah, an hour's a long time for them to be on radio. Well, I really just appreciate everything you all do here. You were on our board for a little bit, which I was like blown away that you found the time to do that. 
made. Then I had to switch. I, I just felt yeah. called to switch to the school because I was like, yeah. oh, both my kids well, go in, there. In, yeah. Thank There'll you be time for, for that this too, babe, if you know. Because Sonoma Charter School is a wonderful small school. Yeah. And it's always, and I find it even harder after COVID as far as like getting volunteers and people having enough time. It usually ends up being the same people. So thank you for taking over But the with a small school, CCC. you can make such yeah. a big You can make a difference. Impact, uh, yes. which we're just so grateful for. You know, that's a great point because I have been very disenfranchised lately with my effects on the world and the grandiose scheme, right? But when you live in a small place like this, you can become the board of the theater or the board of the school district or work at a community run family business and make a difference in the everyday life that's directly affecting you. Sometimes when you feel like your vote doesn't count or your voice isn't heard, uh, it is in a small town like this, right? You got to go micro for sure. Go micro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where you'll see a big difference. This has been very cool. phil- philosophical. I, I was awesome. Like, I was yeah, talking about funny kids or something. Go to, um, Woodland Star. Nice. So yeah. um, they did it's ten years there. Small, yeah. Yes, now they moved to Dunbar. I know. They're I mean, that's all the way over there. Uh, super I'm, far away. I know. I know. <laughs> that's, that's tough. It's like yeah. twenty-five minutes just to get there. Yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, during tourist season, it's like 25 minutes from Boys Hot Springs to downtown. Yeah. You, get, you hit that wrong, uh, right by McDonald's, that like the wrong time. <laughs> I'm always the late parent, always yeah. the late parent. <laughs> but, you know, is it really that bad? No, no. it's not like Sonoma. It's Sonoma. We complain like about Francisco. it, you know, and it really <laughs> There's like 26 streets. There's exactly. 26 streets in Sonoma. Yeah. We're not yeah, yeah, in yeah. downtown LA, you know, so. I'm trying uh, to get anyway. a subway Thank in the God. snow in New York. Oh, that is actually why I ended up leaving New York after a little while. I'm all, I need some wide expansive spaces. Man. Yeah, exactly. I actually was born kids. in New York, but the upper oh, okay. part. So where Buffalo? I've heard of it. Yeah, I went to, <laughs> and I lived out in Port Washington for a oh, time yeah, too great. when I was dancing. I went so. to undergrad in upstate New York, but halfway Oneonta, like the Albany yeah. area. So. And now we're here. I know. All right. Well, more, Sonoma. more things to create and do day. and fun to be had for I, sure. I left Sonoma for one year and then I'm, I'm going back. Yeah. And I just <laughs> left to Petaluma. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going back to Sonoma. I've gone far and wide. I must return home. <laughs> I was like, where is Sonoma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my husband keeps threatening because he was up in Mendocino. Uh, He's a surf that's person. That's up there too. It's super beautiful, but I just don't know after it's foggy all summer. I think we have a pretty good balance except when it's super hot here. Yeah. But <laughs> at the community center, it's nice and not that warm right now because this is an old brick building. Yes, it's a little cool true. in the hall. So I'm so thankful Nuncrackers is opening everybody on December, December 1st. Sorry, December 1st. Yes. Um, why I know all these dates, I don't know. We also have a winter art market at the Sonoma Community Center. That's right. And this is over 50 to 60 handmade goods that are made here in Sonoma. Amazing jewelry, ceramics. You can go on sonomacommunitycenter.org and actually see all the artists and samples of their work. Shop local. Go see a show at night. Yeah. Buy season tickets as a gift. Buy season tickets as a gift. Yeah. One cool thing I forgot to mention is probably not announced yet, but it'll be the first to hear on the Sunday matinees, there's going to be a secret visitor to Nuncrackers. (gasps) I don't want to give you any uh, hints, but ho, ho, ho. Does he wear red and white? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Has Has a little bit of beard. Yeah. That's cool. No eye patch though. So he's not as cool. He's not a pirate. He's not a pirate. I know. Gerardo knows about a red and white suit. Don't you put that on for a little? Are we doing a Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. For Kids Scoop News. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Posada yeah. is going to happen this year? Yeah, on the 17th. Okay, and that Fantastic. will happen here as well. So yep, Great, yep. that's our closing day on December 17th, right? Or yeah, 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 you guys are going to be playing that 2 to 4 or something? Uh-huh. Or like exactly, the, the matinee, right? yeah. Yeah, we're after that, so we'll be here after that. Oh, see, bring the family, see a place, stay, for stay around bu- for yeah. Posada. Yeah, yeah, this we're going to awesome. have food and everything, yeah. so you know we're all activities <laughs> and toys for the kids. <laughs> I love it, that's so amazing. This place is great. It's your final bow with tacos. Thank you guys so much for coming Thank out. You. Fiona, yeah. I know you're over in the corner. Congratulations. Can't wait and come and She's see resting. you in the play. <laughs> <laughs> She's ready. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks Thank so much you. for having us. Thank, Have a you. Great Thank time. you, guys.